Good morning. This is Tuesday, January 21st, 2014, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on this morning's front page. Parties seize on abortion as a major issue. Talks over Syria are set to begin. Iran is not invited. And Medicaid expansion brings surge in signups. In today's national headlines, following their pallets, inmates go kosher. Her old job is a hurdle for Napolitano on campuses, and at least two die in a fire and explosion at an Omaha plant. In today's business headlines, Boston Fed's new role, community organizer, social networking app blazes a path in China, and theft of data fuels worries for credit card executives. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Joe Nocera. Now from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story, party sees on abortion as major issue. Reported by Jeremy W. Peters. When the Republican National Committee gathers for its winter meeting here on Wednesday, the action will start a few hours late to accommodate anyone who wants to stop first at the March for Life, the annual anti-abortion demonstration on the National Mall. We thought it only fitting for our members to attend the march, said Reince Priebus, the party chairman. Abortion is becoming an unexpectedly animating issue in the 2014 midterm elections. Republicans, through state ballot initiatives and legislation in Congress, are using it to stoke enthusiasm among core supporters. Democrats, mindful of how potent the subject has been in recent campaigns like last year's governor's race in Virginia, are looking to rally female voters by portraying their conservative opponents as callous on women's issues. Republicans have turned the floor on the House into the battleground for the relentless war on women's health care and freedoms, said Representative Steve Israel, a Democrat from New York and chairman of the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee. Every time they launch another extreme attack against women's rights, they lose more ground with women voters. Aware that their candidates at times have struck the wrong tone on issues of women's health, Republicans in some states are now framing abortion in an economic context, arguing, for example, that the new federal health law uses public money to subsidize abortion coverage. In the House in the coming weeks, Republicans will make passing the No Taxpayer Funding for Abortion Act one of their top priorities this year. Democrats say their success this year will depend on how close they can come, given lower turnout, to President Obama's overwhelming margins with female voters. The fraught politics of women's health care are already surfacing, as restrictions on abortion are appearing on state ballots and becoming the focus of debate in congressional races, many in places like North Carolina and Colorado, that could hold the key to whether Republicans can sweep Democrats from power in the Senate and maintain their grip on the House. I don't think this is a niche issue anymore, said Drew Lieberman, a vice president at Greenberg Quinlan Rosner Research, a political consultancy concern who has advised Democratic congressional candidates and has done polling for NARAL pro-choice America. While Democrats say such measures seeking to restrict abortion could stir votes, they acknowledge the limits of midterm turnout. Off-year elections are difficult, said Cecile Richards, president of the Planned Parenthood Federation of America. You have lower turnout, and a lot of drop-off voters are women. So in a lot of ways, making sure women are aware and voting is important.